Welcome back to Squelch. I'm Dano. I'm Enthralamund. And I'm Aguch. And we're here to remind everyone that Hearthstone is a game and games are supposed to be fun. Uh, you guys can join in the fun at our Discord at http colon slash slash b as in big old Nazoth turn. I as in <laughs> I sure hope my opponent doesn't evolve on turn four. T as in <laughs> that sure was a big old evolve Mogu hair turn on turn four. Dot L as in Look at that big evolve turn, and why? <laughs> why isn't you, Sarah? <laughs> why? No, why is in? Why am I not playing shaman right now? <laughs> slash squelch. <laughs> slash squelch underscore discord. Uh, go check it out in the show notes, or we'll post on Twitter and all that stuff. You can you can find our Discord, or let us know that you want to find it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that was wonderful. Thank you for that. You're that was amazing. I love it. All right. <laughs> Mission accomplished. It is time for Tea with Finley. This is the part of the show where we talk about what we did this week in Hearthstone. Hello, old friend. Let's meet for tea after the match, shall we? All right, Enthrallman, do you want to get us started? Oh, yeah, sure, for sure. Um, I finished, uh, the first thing I did this week was I finally finished the solo content on Heroic. So I. You beat me! Ah! Yeah, I did everything. I did every boss with every character. I did the whole thing, and uh, it felt good near the end. I had three straight perfect runs, so knocking the boss down from 300 health to zero on Heroic three straight times. That was pretty cool. Um, but uh, I got my card back, and then uh, I'm, I'm regretting. What I did was because I paid for the – or I, I paid in-game gold for the solo content, and I opened all these packs with it, I feel like I'm on the pity timer, so I need to keep putting good money after bad. <laughs> I keep my mm. packs – Normally, Ooh. I'm saving up for the next expansion, and I don't know how many packs I bought. I gotta be getting close to that forty pack, <laughs> <laughs> and I keep just getting like just a rare in a pack. So I'm trying to hit it anyway. But I played a lot of Rogue this weekend. Um, played with Dan a bit, uh, but I think you're gonna talk about that. And uh, I actually finished climbing last night with a bit of Agro Warrior. I'm really loving Agro Warrior. I, I, feels weird. It, it's never been one of my favorite decks. Um, not, That's a you problem, though, because Agro Warrior is awesome. I loved um, Tempo Dragon Warrior back in the day. I liked that one a lot. Oh, but, I love um, Dragon Warrior. It was right? so good. I played a oh. lot, a lot of Pirate Warrior, but I did love Dragon Warrior. It was a really fun deck. So there's something about the art of some of the cards. So I love, like, the deep red borders of Warrior. And then with like Bloodsworn Merc, like Bloodsworn Mer Mercenary, that card's so much fun, and it's a uh, yes. it's awesome art. Like I love I love the art on that card. Um, I also love the art on um, on the Wasp. What's it called? Red Red Hand Wasp. And uh, uh, I also get Red Band Wasp. Red Band Wasp. I'm not I'm not thinking straight. Sorry. Wait, did you all just hear what happened there? Dano knew the name of a card that Enthralimon screwed up. I mean. Can you imagine how embarrassed Inthralimund must be right now? I can't even imagine the level of shame he is feeling at this very moment. I sort of wonder if he will ever even show his face on this podcast ever again. I know I wouldn't. And uh, Golden Leroy, I get to play my Golden Leroy, so that was pretty fun. Gotta play the Golden Leroy. And I signed up for the Coin Concede Listener Series, not the Listener League, it's the Listener Series. So that should be fun. Uh, I haven't played league play, or sorry, series play, in uh, a number of years. So um, <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. It stresses me out a little, and the deck and band strategy is fun to spectate, but it's never been like fun for me. So um, I'm going to be leaning on Dan and maybe Matt at Arms and 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 uh, and whoever else I know to maybe give me a hand. But I also have a limited uh, collection, so I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be fun. And. Uh, Last things. Uh, can't stop thinking about what Hat said last week. Every time I go on ladder right now, um, why don't we have a best two of three on ladder uh, with three decks, ban one? Just play on ladder. It would be so good. And lastly, shout out yes. to Dills for the 80 gold last night. He gave me his 80 gold play. Oh, nice. That was nice. We played Thanks, our, Dills. A rogue mirror, and uh, it was pretty fun. Did you bring that Highlander rogue? I did, and he conceded when I turned in 13 and Zoss in my deck. <laughs> I and told you, fun. haven't I been saying that? It was fun, and then I felt really bad after I did that. Because yeah, we were yeah. like, are we going to play top tier decks? And I was like, no. And he was like, great. 
Yeah, he doesn't like you. You're not on his friend list oh, anymore, I'm guessing. Maybe not. Anyway, he's an awesome guy. and uh, He is. Yeah. So thanks. That was a lot of stuff. All right. What do you got, Dan? What have I got? So so I started off the week rank four and then, then rank five and then back to rank four and then rank five and rank four and five. I think I'm rank four right now, but I'm sure... By the end of the night, I'll be rank five without even playing, I'm assuming. <laughs> so, <laughs> so my week on ladder has been uneventful because I just, I'm not sticking with any one deck at all, really. I've played Control Shaman, Aggro Shaman, Quest Shaman, Secret Hunter, Secret Paladin, Death Rattle Priest, Quest Priest, Combo Priest, Control Warrior, and Highlander Rogue. Uh, just to name a few. And I've had fun with most of them, to be honest, but, uh, just playing against Death Rattle Priest and then Rogue and then Rogue and then Shaman 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 and then Priest 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 and then Rogue and then Shaman Shaman Shaman. It's not a ton of fun, but what has been a ton of fun has been uh league style series play for me. So <laughs> not kidding. It's a really great meta for that at least, because you can just choose to ban Shaman. And then you get to play in a kind of fun meta or choose to ban priest and play in an even more fun meta. <laughs> so, so <laughs> because playing, playing against death rattle priest is just not fun. Like, it, like it's kind of fun to play it, to be honest, unless you're playing in like one of those awful mirrors. But, um, I stand but, by, uh, yeah, I, I stand by my earlier statement that evolve is really fun, but not cool. And Nazoth is really cool, but not fun. That like that <laughs> that's my statement. I think Nazoth I'm perfectly happy with Nazoth being played once per game. Yeah. I am I'm less than happy when Nazoth is played two, three, or four times a game, and then when seventeen are in a deck, I'm just you know, you just concede and you go, Well, that game's over. <laughs> yeah. and, it's, and it's not fun for either player, I feel like, when like it's like the, the we played the death rattle so Enthralm and I played some death rattle rogue highlander rogue on on ladder at co-op which was a ton of fun yeah. an absolute ton of fun but it was a ton of fun because we were playing co-op not because of the deck we were playing like there's a bunch of really interesting turns with that deck because you're playing a highlander deck you're not getting the draws you need most of the time you're like, boy, I really could just go for a heal, but I only have like two <laughs> cards in my deck that are going to heal. And trying to figure out what to do with the pirates when they draw before hook tusk is like, <laughs> yeah. it's like oh, I have this really terrible card that I don't want. I want to come for free with rush, but I don't want it in my hand. How do I deal with this? As so the guy who or... said, I wanted to make people snap concede by putting 17 and Zoss in my deck. I recant that statement. That was a bad idea. It was fun fun that night and it was entertaining the next day. And then after that, it was just like, okay, I'll put 17 copies in here. And then I have to draw 17 copies of Nazoth and play them until they concede. And that's, that's the win condition of the deck is Nazoth concede. And it's not as fun as you'd want it to be. I was. Yeah. I mean, it's funny the first few times, like it's like, ha ha, I did this thing. And then, and then it's kind of like, okay, we both know this game's over. Would you please concede? And sometimes they don't. And you're like, oh, so we're just going to do this, huh? <laughs> All right. Who goes well, into a tunnel first? I, I guess this is my fault, really. So <laughs> let's do this. Oh, you know what I haven't done yet is the mirror. What happens if you have 17 Nazoths and your opponent has 18 Nazoths? <laughs> you turn timer and then you both out, uninstall the game. Figuring out who's going to attack in all the time and do you play your Nazoth immediately the next turn or do you wait for them to get through your cartoons? Oh, I would not want to do that. And oh, how many no. can you draw before you start to burn cards because you need all the Nazoths? So what do you play from your hand that you're not going to res? It's, I don't know. It's, that, ridiculous. it's like playing, but that deck, I don't it's like playing Death deck. Rattle Priest. Yeah. Sorry. Oh. It's like playing Death Rattle Priest. Playing Death Rattle Priest is a lot of fun when you're the control. But like when you're playing against other control decks, it's not fun because it's literally both players just passing until someone has to play a card. Yeah. It, so like it's very fun until you're you're playing in the the control mirror and then it is just zero fun. Control control um mirrors with the same class or the same deck 
I, I find excruciating. And I, I know that some people love the skill of like trying to outmatch your opponent, but like control warrior versus control warrior is just, it, it's when I get in that game and I'm playing, Oh, I find that. Do you guys remember cool. specialists when that was a thing? I don't. Oh, can you imagine specialists with <laughs> a thing right now? Can you imagine? I oh. wasn't playing at the time. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. I heard about it. Oh, um, anyway. Hey, um, what, what, let's hear about how THL went. Yeah, so it moved to 6-1 and one on the season in THL with uh, one week to go. I think the last or my last match of the regular season is probably going to be on stream on Saturday. Not entirely certain, but if it is, I'll, I'll like send a tweet out about that. And I, I kind of don't play very well on stream, so it'll be fun watching me <laughs> play poorly and lose. But... I'll be happy with six and two to be completely honest. Like at this point, like every win's a bonus. So that's right. Like, I, yeah, it's like I never imagined I would go. Like I started zero and one on the season. I was swept in the first game of the season of the season, and I was like, oh boy, what did I do? Like I was apologizing to everyone in Discord. Like I'm so sorry. And then I just went off like <laughs> just six match win streak, and I'm like, whoa, this is awesome. Like this has been so much fun because winning is fun. Um, <laughs> but also, I love the. I love this conquest meta, both of them, even like the like the post wild cards and and pre. Like it's just been a really fun meta to craft. Like you, it's it's getting a little bit more difficult now because of like the really powerful neutral cards that have kind of entered the meta, where it's it's getting difficult to like really target anything, right? But uh, before you really could go, okay, I think this is what's going to happen. So if this happens, I get to target this, and this is my ban strategy, and it. It's been a ton of fun personally. So, and then I think we're a Noyo team is going to be a lock for the playoffs. Um, we're 17 points above the team below us. So we're like the fourth, we're fourth place right now. Top four teams get into the playoffs. We're three points behind third place and 17 points above fifth place. So feeling pretty good. It would, I don't even know if it's possible for us not to get into the playoffs. Really, we'd have to be like swept every game and they would have to almost sweep every game. So, Cool. So that's cool. Good Play for you guys. Congrats. And yeah. that is you Thank and Mad at Arms and Amaj and Zfund. And Desharmo. Zedthund and Desharmo. Cool. Zthund? I've always said Zthund. I just fucking I don't necessarily know though. I've I never feel asked. Weird saying Z, so when it comes See, out. I always said Zathun. Oh, Zedthund? Should yeah, we say Zedthund? Yeah. I said Zathun. Okay. Uh, Zedthun? Zathun, 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 Zathun. <laughs> We're spending way too long on Zathun's name. <laughs> oh, all right, Magooch, what did you do? <laughs> so I had the illustrious honor of being invited to sub in on team, uh, on I'm sorry, Anoyo team, not team Anoyo team. Uh, in yeah, in so I like week. Team Anoyo team. I think we might change it next season to Team Anoyo team. <laughs> team Anoyo That's team. Just team more annoying. <laughs> Team uh, Anoyo team's kind of so great. Not being part of it before this uh, this invite, um, I joined their Discord, Discord, which was amazingly supportive. Um, I got to jump right into their meta, which is you know every tournament meta develops a little bit differently. So there's some really interesting stuff that's been going on. Got to look at past week's decks and and talk to some of the other players about band strategies and lineup choices and. Got some really solid advice before locking in classes. Um, you know, I kind of default to rogue because that's the thing I'm comfortable with. But hunter or uh, what was it? I ended up playing hunter, warrior, shaman, of course, and rogue. Um, yep. And then had a couple days to refine the actual lists, whether it was like the um, Highlander secret hunter or like one of the other Highlander hunters. Um, and I've been away from competitive Hearthstone for a long time. It's been, I think, a couple of years since I played in DHL, and I actually had to drop my last season in DHL mid-season because of time constraint issues. And I think I did more prep in like three or four days after this surprise invite <laughs> than I did ever playing DHL. <laughs> and for all my effort, I got steamrolled. Oh, three. Um, oh, no. Snake. But, um, <laughs> okay. In your defense, though, in your defense. So, but, like, but no, no, I could have, I could have oh. probably had a little more info and thought better about my deck selection. I think that was like one of the bigger issues. Um, I did get evolve hair, uh, evolve haired by shaman game one. 
and Oof. that tilts me so hard right now that I feel like <laughs> I, I kind of couldn't come back from it. Um, like my I head crack think... doesn't have that much value. <laughs> no, and I saved I saved Rogue to be my saving grace class because like, hey, if I'm in a tough spot, at least I, I always feel really comfortable with Rogue. I feel like I can pull a win out all the time. And I had Edwin and Questing Adventure in my opening hand after Mulligan, and I didn't have a way to put either of them down in a way that would make them oh, stick. Uh... And then I got Zephyrus. I got Savage Roared for lethal once, and then I had a Fireball kill my only threat when i was playing aggro warrior so i got i got o would um but i got i got a taste of it and i you know it would take a bit for me to put the time in to get back to the place where i'd feel comfortable working on being competitive all the time but i absolutely miss the community support and the the way the channels are laid out for everybody to develop their own decks and their own lineup separately and look at you know What's the meta analysis for this week? And it was super awesome to see that they've built this whole community around the thing. And that was just a microcosm of THL as a whole. And I was super impressed with with the entire thing, um, other than my performance. Yeah, but awesome. in your okay, first thing first. So if you're interested in THL, like they're looking to kind of expand. So um message me, DM me on Twitter, whatever you want to do. Uh THL is amazing and it's an absolute ton of fun. Uh, but then in your defense, Magooch, like... Oh, I've never you... had more fun getting rolled over, honestly. <laughs> and, and, you got su- and you subbed into the one seed, right? Like, so oh, it wasn't like... It wasn't like you just kind of like were able to ease in. No, you were like subbed into like, you know, their best player. And you had like a few days oh, I mean, to like having, get ready for having this. Having had a couple of days to look back on it, like there's still one game that I just drew bad and there was no way out of but the rest of them like yeah. I, I identified like some pretty serious misplays um but being being away from that scene so long especially when i play like speedstone that i'm just like play everything as fast as i can to like grind out some games and hop yeah. across regions and and i don't have the patience to like rope every turn because i'm like Magooch. What am I doing this turn? But, but honestly, it was a blast, stuff. and I super appreciate being invited into this and then getting rolled over and everyone being like, that's cool, man. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. you don't get pats on the back for losing all that often, and it was it was honestly a great experience. So thank you, guys. Um, but oh. that aside, I took the week off from Shaman Stone. Our regular daycare was closed, <laughs> so we had a couple extra kids around the house because we all took turns... Um, watching everyone and i get to go out and play in the yard with a bunch of really cool toddlers and there's no way hey. that involve hair is cooler than that <laughs> no hang on kids i just have to scream at my computer <laughs> <laughs> no man i get to roll around in the leaves and <laughs> it was great it's awesome it was really good oh man that's right okay Let's enjoy a tasty Naga sandwich. The Naga sandwich is the compliment sandwich of entrees. It is two good ingredients sandwiching a not-so-good ingredient. Taste my blades! <laughs> what happened to it? <laughs> you talked over it. <laughs> what do you mean, what happened to it? Oh, I don't know. It sounded weird at the end. Maybe that was just coming through to me. It's because you were laughing. I think you probably <laughs> overrode. <laughs> Well, I mean, it wasn't as good as like your, you know, your fine reading of it last that week. Was pretty but good. I think we need to I, get. I honestly thought you were gonna play his cut from last week. To be honest, I didn't think about it till just now. As I was hitting we... the button, I was like, "Oh, can we please have listeners send in their take of taste my plates?" Oh, at, yes. yes, please, please. That would be so good, Matt. Matt at Arms, I'm calling you out. You called me out to join the Coin Concede Listener Series. Uh, I'm calling you out to give us a taste my blade drop. There we go. Yes, I agree. 100%. So I get our first good ingredient this week, and our f- first good ingredient is league-style series play. The latter might suck, but... It is a legitimately fun time to play Conquest. If you have time to do one of like the Open Cups, you might get rolled in the first couple of of matches. It's a ton of fun. Go do it. Uh, who cares if you lose? You get out nothing but a little bit of time. Um, I'm already signed up for the Aspirant series again. We're going to have um, the guy who is running the Aspirant series on in a couple of weeks, actually. Just talk about oh. that and like the deadline to sign up if you want to do that. 
Uh, THL is winding down, but they'll get started up again, I think, around December. So if you're interested in that, you know, hop back in. Dill's Hearthstone League, if that's still a thing, go out and find it. Uh, no pros here. Honestly, it's a really fun time to play competitively off of the ladder. Like, the ladder is not great. Let's just be honest. But there are fun ways to play the game right now. And I, I'm having a ton of fun. Like, everybody else I know is kind of bummed. but And, like, the ladder is a bummer. But I've been having just a blast, like, planning my lineups. You know, thinking about different, like, strategies for this, that, and the other. And actually playing the matches have been an absolute blast as well. So, um, uh, I'm really found my fun. So I'm really excited to try Shielded Conquest. That like that like having a ban, really exciting to me. Um, I don't think we're playing Shielded Conquest. Oh, okay, never mind. I thought we were. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, it was fun though. Yeah. It was super fun. Oh, not um, Shielded. Because you all... yeah, yeah, even just having a ban is going to be fun too, though. But yes, know, um, right. We're not playing Shielded Conquest. Just a ban. No, Shielded Conquest was fun for sure. Um. What made it fun was you could really, like, you could get a little bit wonky with your decks because you could just not play a deck. Yeah. Which made it more a more difficult to, like, you know, target anything. You you couldn't just target something, really. Yeah, you could but bring, like, you a could, hard like, the, counter to something or... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and the, I think part of the problem with, with uh, Conquest, Shield of Conquest, I brought this up before. I think part of the problem was GM specifically. And that's just not a good place for people. They're, they're not going to bring fun decks there, right? Yeah, that They're going to win being, because it's a ton of money on the line. It comes down to so, the mirror of the best deck. And whoever yeah, has yeah. the better draw or the better uh, read a couple turns ahead is just going to gain some uncoverable ground in the meantime. Yeah, so like we played it in Aspirant series last season, mm -hmm. and I had a ton of fun playing yeah, it because right. I could just bring you could bring Reno Mage and then not have to play it, or <laughs> you know Agro Warrior because you know you could at the bring, time Reno Mage was really good, so you always played Reno Mage. But um, you could even bring a Warlock deck. A what? <laughs> What's that? No, I don't think you could. No, no, Zoo was okay at the time, wasn't it? I don't know. Maybe. No, Zoo was quite fine. I brought Zoo a couple of times. I think I feel it like wasn't the, terrible you know, at all. It's never going to be the best. I mean, it's never going to always be the best answer to everything. But there, there has to be a way to bring a Zoo deck that you can squeeze just under, under the fast thing. I brought, I brought the uh, No Hands Gamers uh, Zoo. Um three weeks ago and i got a win with it nice so it was that zoo that kind of controlling the zoth zoo where it had that, that that like nice zoo early game but then it curved out with like um the four four that makes all of your lackeys four fours yeah. and then and then you got into like the nazoth package yeah you know it it wasn't bad but it, it just it could never compete with like the real nazoth decks but it also couldn't compete with like the tempo decks you know on a regular yeah. basis and so it just got smoked Unfortunately. Cool. All right, Magooch, what's our not so good this week? So the not so good was, uh, well, it's not so not so good, but a break uh, was a good thing. I, like I said, I, I got invited to do this special thing that kind of took, um, it took focus, but it didn't really take all that much time. And other than playing in this THL game, like I almost didn't touch Hearthstone at all this week. Um, didn't really feel like opening the client up. Um, and sometimes you can do that, and I'm lucky enough to have this be the impetus, but I come back and I have these two awesome dudes to talk to about all this ridiculous junk. And <laughs> sometimes all you need is a breather. It might be a couple months. It might be a couple days. Um, but if you're, if you're feeling frustrated, if you're just not into it, there are other games out there. There are other things to do. When you feel a calling to come back, you will. And hopefully you have uh, an infrastructure like I do that will make that enjoyable. But uh, talking about the game sometimes is more fun than playing the game. So this is the For thing sure. that keep me, uh, keeps me having fun about the game. And actually looking forward to, I don't know, going to find some goofy warlock not snip snap wild deck to play after this i think i want to i want to go play some old school <laughs> zoo now yeah or some handlock is there a handlock deck in wild right now i have to go find out after the gas because now that's what i, want I have play. no idea <laughs> i go you're just i played off. i played yeah, wild or like stupid stuff that dragon I dragon warrior what about dragon warrior is that about, can i fit dragon can i fit both brawl and pirates into my dragon warrior hmm. <laughs> 
and pirates. I mean, they're on theme together. Pirates get into brawls. It's true. It's true. And that was your deck, by the way. Yeah, I put one brawl in there for sure, man. Just in case you get behind. That was a terrible idea. Um, also, we still have to uh, scrimmage our our goofy quest decks from like two oh, weeks ago. Because I never get to play anybody with yeah. that. I, uh, I really want to play you guys again with those. Okay. So, yeah. Um, but I know we talked about this when I came on a few weeks ago, but that I took a year off. I, it was... Uh, about midway through the Boomsday expansion, all the way until this past August. So whatever that is, almost a year. And I played like a week when each expansion dropped, maybe 30 games of each expansion. That was it. And and I think it's important when you feel burnt out to not play. I honestly think that's a thing. And it doesn't mean to be fully away from the game, but take the opportunity to do some solo content or play a different game or play with your kids outside. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and the other thing too is like between between I don't know talking I mean. about Runeterra last week and then how like magic is a thing that keeps being brought up. Like I hung out with a friend of mine that I used to go to F and M's with all the time over the weekend, and I've been I've been seriously missing kitchen table magic. But when I get into that kind of stuff, it makes me think about things that I want from Hearthstone. So it does it does bring me back, and it doesn't. Well, that's oh, that's I why, don't know why that, that's hilarious. I'm glad, I'm glad it was. But like, you're sitting down to play a great game of Magic, and then you just get sad about Hearthstone. No, 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 no I'm not sad about it. I, we didn't even play Magic. I'm just saying I hung out with a friend of mine that I used to play Magic with, and we were talking about Magic because he also plays Hearthstone. So we yeah. were talking about both games. But it made me nostalgic for both of the things that we used to do. And yeah. But a break's a good thing. Break's a good thing. Yeah. 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 Life is awesome when you're doing more than one thing all the time. Imagine that. Two things? (laughs) Sometimes even three things in a day. (laughs) I don't believe you. All right. Uh, Should we move on to best good? Nah. All right. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Let's do some more bad things. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Well, so my car broke down today. Well, it didn't break down, break down. But, like, I was driving in, and I noticed that, like, my windows were fogging up. And I was like, that's weird. (laughs) So I put my defroster on, and I was like, wait, why is there no air coming out of anything? And then it explodes. And so so then I, like, hit a bump, and then then all the air started turning on and working again. I was like, oh, that that can't be good. Please tell me you took that opportunity to open the driver door and roll out of the car. No, I, I took it to a I took it to a shop, and they said, "Hey, you need to give us six hundred bucks to fix this." Now it's like, "Nah, I'm gonna go buy a new car because this thing is like a 2006." I drive and a 1998. I put like, so do I. I put like, all right. I put like, I put like a I put like three grand into it last year, and I can't oh, do it again this year. Like that's a lot. Like like last year, it was like every two or three weeks for like a four month period. It was like something else, and like. It was one of those things where it was like, oh, it's 400 bucks here, 600 bucks there. I was like, okay, it's a good car. It's a good car. And like this year, I'm not doing it again. Like I'm just <laughs> not. I just realized we, like, we're, we are getting into another not so good for real. <laughs> <laughs> so we can cut out all of that, I'm sure. Uh, no, please. No, people want to hear about my car. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, Magooch, let's hear something else that's happening that's wrong. <laughs> you know, I, I used to own this Jetta. No. <laughs> okay, here we go. Um, so the President of the United States said, okay, moving on. So so that, could be, so, that could be literally anything. So speaking about <laughs> speaking about whining to an audience, no, I'm joking. Uh, the best good <laughs> <laughs> is uh, the community response to the last episode with Hat. Um you know, uh, Dan set up our Discord because Hat embarrassed us by saying <laughs> <laughs> um, And through the Discord, you know, connecting and reconnecting with old friends. Um, shoutouts to Forrest Bates, Ben Hearthstone, Jolag, or probably <laughs> Jolag or Jolag, I don't know how to pronounce it, or Jola. Uh, Tom Locke, Gear Sighted, Ermal, Steven Sensei. These are some of the people between Twitter and Discord that gave us a lot of great feedback. Uh, some most positive, a little bit constructive, but still positive. Um, constructive feedback is fantastic. We're still figuring things out, and uh, we really appreciate your taking the time to listen to us in the first place, and then even just to say, like, hey, that was fun. 
Um, that's amazing. And even better yet. Yes. Um, thank you for not telling us that our podcast is broken and needs to be taken out back with Innervate, Wild Growth, and Nourish to be shot. So, um, <laughs> true. <laughs> true. <laughs> Nourish is still played, though. I'm just saying that's a good card. It, it so. is, but, you know, it got shot and came back to the house. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you get it at both the cards and the mana ramp, it's maybe I, broken. It's a zombie. Reference. They need to do an alt art zombie nourish card. <laughs> yes. And I wish I knew someone that was really good at drawing stuff. Oh, that would be fun. Zombie, zombie cow hands. Yeah. So that's the best good. Is, um, that's awesome. That's amazing. Uh, uh, you know, uh, doing the podcast with Dan and having such a good time that, that first one on and then kind of being on every week since has been really fun for me. Uh, and what's more fun than that is talking to more people on discord and Slack and stuff. I, I don't do a lot of social media. Um, but when it comes to chatting about Hearthstone or magic or things like that, like Dungeons and Dragons, I start talking and I'll talk for hours. I, I love that stuff. And so that interaction has been really fun. Wow, that Great. podcast with Dan, huh? Well, no. I think he meant the first one where you <laughs> had to drop out, and so I forced him into. Holy remember where I screwed up the recording? <laughs> yes. I feel no, so I bad I now. You weren't here, that's why. Oh. Oh. No, and I um, thank you so much for coming on because this was the end goal. It's just, hey, come on and keep coming on and don't leave. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. but those those days of staying up and playing and reliving that on the podcast and then chatting with people about stuff is really fun so thanks yeah thanks people yeah agreed one day i'll be a real knight <laughs> so each week we roll <laughs> it's now, really great having you on time that comes on i hear one day we'll have a real podcast <laughs> <laughs> One day of your real cast. <laughs> uh, nah, probably not. Uh, each week we roll a D twenty ish to pick a rank between one and twenty. I type, I type roll D twenty into Google and it gives me a uh, a number. So this week I rolled a seven. So we're gonna talk about the rank seven meta. And this week I'm using uh, VS Live because because I'm a whale and and so now I have both like VS and. Uh, and um, HS replay because I'm a sucker for that did kind you, of stuff. Like anything, analytics is awesome. But wait, so, do you write for them? Did you get it the fancy way? No, I, I got I got it the way where I um, write my credit card information into a, a form. <laughs> so you write for them? So, yeah, totally write for them. Yep, that's what I did. <laughs> oh, hey, okay. Anybody so, who plays the game writes for them, right? Yeah. I, and uses ooh, the well, if you're, if you're giving them your data, yeah, for sure, do, you're right. I do have to say, Dan, that I really appreciate that you do love that statistics stuff because I, I will play Hearthstone. Give me a deck. Let me learn how to win every matchup. I love that stuff. But breaking down the meta in terms of which matchups are good against what, like that, oh, you're going to have to help me, man, if I'm getting back into series. You're going to be great. Oh, it's because I'm not very good, right? Like, <laughs> I, I really honestly mean this. I'm not a great player. But, like, I can figure out, like, a meta, right? It's just, just time and, like, some spreadsheets. So, like, that, <laughs> I that, that's, that's – I really believe that's my – aspect of being a good player as turn-by-turn -turn analysis is. Like, having a good idea of what you're going into and up against weighs all your decisions in a way that, you know, I don't know if there's a point decision for – a anyway. <laughs> yeah. I get what you're saying. Thank you. I think that, I think that was a compliment. I'll – I can't I can't put the the concept in my head into words, but I feel like you are you are giving yourself an across the board advantage by having yeah. done all of this analysis ahead of time oh, in a way game. that all your decisions afterward are weighted and have more you get higher benefit from them because you have this predetermined line because of your previous analysis. Yeah. I don't know. What and, decks you bring is is just so important. To ladder even what deck you're playing is so important. Not even what you bring, but like why you bring them, what you plan on facing, how you're going to stack your choices. Like this, this yeah. is the stuff that blows my mind when it comes to competitive play. Like these are levels above what I do when I play. I get on ladder <laughs> and I play one deck, literally one deck, all the time. It's awesome. Hey, 
that's a good way to do it. But you can feel bad for Team Anoyo team, though, because about about Wednesday, they just stop answering my questions at Discord about what I should be bringing. <laughs> they just they, they really just start ignoring me. Like, Monday, Tuesday, they're totally into it. And by Wednesday, they're like, nah, dude, like, you're on your own. Like, you're just, just rehashing the same obsessions over and over again. Anyway, so <laughs> feel bad for them. So according to the Gold VS Live app, the top five decks at the rank seven meta are Murloc Shaman with a 52.8% win rate, Secret Highlander Hunter, 52.7% win rate, Quest Shaman, 52.6% win rate, Aggro Shaman, 52.5% win rate, and Temple Rogue, 52.2% win rate. It's a lot of Shaman there. So we're recording this on October 28th, and Shaman is roughly 25% of the meta at rank 7, uh, followed by Priest at 12% of the meta. Now, one thing I did notice with the VS Live stuff is it doesn't account for 100% of the meta for whatever reason. So I'm guessing like those like real oddball decks that people are playing or there's not enough information is just thrown out of the data instead of being like tried to like cram into one archetype or another. That's my assumption. So um, it, the actual play rates could be higher or lower. So, But uh, the cool thing about rank seven this week uh, for the VS data was that Rank 7 was the only rank to have Murloc Shaman in the top 5, and it happened to also be the top 1. So uh, I thought we could briefly talk about Murloc Shaman and what makes it tick. So, Magooch, would you mind reading through the deck list real quick? I would be honored. And we're going to start off with everyone's favorite well-known card, Beaming Sidekick. Sneaky good, right? It's a (laughs) 1-mana, 1-2 battle cry that gives a friendly minion 2 health. There's two of those. There's two Grimscale Oracles, two Murdlock Tidecaller, two Mermy, two Sludge Slipper, two Toxfin, two Fishflinger. Which is a great name for a card, by the way. It is, and it saw a weird amount of play with crabs where you give them a card that you know you can get a buff off of. Uh, Two Murdlock Tidehunter, two Soul of the Murdlock, two Angler, two Seer, two Warleader, two Tastyfin, two Bloodlust. And topping off with two Mogu Flesh Shaper with no way to turn that into something grosser. Yeah, you don't. But it's free, like 90% it of the time, is free, right? So. And that's not <laughs> terrible. Yeah, it's pretty good. It, I, the deck is so good, you don't have to abuse Mogu Flesh Shaper. How, how terrible is that? I'm really excited to break down this deck because it is the first ever deck I crafted in Hearthstone. And. Um, uh, I played it for months when I wasn't taking Hearthstone seriously. So Murloc Shaman was my baby. Um, uh, uh, if you want to double check my credibility, no word of a lie, <laughs> the first legendary I opened in Hearthstone in a pack was Tyrion, and I dusted it for a Sylphin Spirit Walker. So that that <laughs> is my OG Murloc Shaman credibility story. <laughs> All right. It's <laughs> a good decision, by the way. Just te- you're you're off the cast. What? No, you're not. That's the best awesome. possible decision no, you could have made. Oh yes. All right. Yeah. Um. So Murloc Shaman. Uh. It, like, what I really actually like about this deck is it is honestly an updated version of that first list I was bringing. Like, uh, I just love looking at this list. Uh. So obviously it needs board. <laughs> like straight up, it needs board. <laughs> and the frustrating thing about it is you have these minions whose attack is super hot, but their health is terrible. <laughs> so your board <laughs> dies so easy, and it was the same thing back then. So it's obviously why beaming sidekick is in um it's obviously back in the day cold light seer was so 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 important like you would just mull for a one drop and cold light seer you needed it every time um i used to run an earth elemental in there <laughs> specifically <laughs> so that when i threw some murlocs down then on turf five i would be like seven eight taunt you can't touch them you can't trade into them <laughs> <laughs> but um <laughs> But no, yeah, even uh, Beaming Psychic, Mermy, and then Soul of the Murloc is what makes this deck viable. Like, those cards all together are finally enough that you can have resiliency on board without having health necessarily. Um, and then Underbelly Angler, right? Yeah, and that's value. And that's, So you don't need the Sylphin Spirit Walker card draw anymore. Underbelly Angler gets you more Underbelly Anglers every single time. If you're not me, that's what you get. Um, <laughs> it's interesting that this parallels... Um... Murlocs in the 
I, I believe in arena right now where the pool has been limited enough that you there is a relatively high frequency of getting murloc knight off of inspiring a murloc knight oh man oh that's brutal oh that really is awesome ball inspire it's, Am I the only I mean, one that wants Inspire back? how many years to get Inspire to be good? And here it is. <laughs> we finally got it. This is the Inspire meta right now. Draft oh. Murlocs. Take Paladin. So, obviously, <laughs> I look at this list. I haven't played this list in the current meta, uh, but I assume you have to win by turn 5 to 7 at the latest. <laughs> like, I don't think you're winning with this deck on turn 9 or 10, but I might be wrong. Um, yeah, but I, I'm loving this list. It... it uh, it it uh it looks like a lot of fun i i in fact i i'm pretty yeah. sure i'm gonna go uh plug it in and take it out for a spin it's a good decision and then for anybody who's not like og enough to know what a silt fin spirit walker is <laughs> it's uh four <laughs> it's a four minute two five that says whenever another friendly murloc dies draw a card and then shaman so has an overload of one this is and from goblins versus gnomes yeah and and the art is so good like he looks like he can see through time in the universe right now i just i love those big old white eyes (laughs) (laughs) he's so good i love it yeah um all right so (laughs) each week sorry I'm just so excited about our salty this week. So uh, each week we surf Reddit, accept friend requests, and read the comment section of YouTube to ask Hearthstone fans, why are you so salty? Let's get salty! And now Squelch proudly presents to you a dramatic reading of the post-match conversation between Flamekilla and Fujitora. So if you're if you're not aware of this, this was uh, uh, a a Masters Tour qualifier that was being streamed by Fujitora and and Flamekiller told him GG after he won the match. So let's just um, sit back and find out what happened. <laughs> so Flamekiller, GG, Fujitora, Wii U, are you <laughs> typing me? G G G G. Oh, are you? Out of your mind? Can you <laughs> go see a doctor? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it is effing disgusting! Dude! To say GG! When you win! How can you not comprehend? What? And you? Qualified to all three events? Wow. How can you be so bad and then there was a long pause here i'm not tearing to be rude you are rude that was flame killer don't ever dare to say gg when you win flame killer as in good game sportsmanship it is the loser that should first say gg it is not it is BM! Flame killer. No ill intention. And you Fujitora. know it! And you know it! And you know it! Sorry. Get lost. Flame killer. You know I'm not trying to be BM though. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. So. <laughs> so that. I'm not so sure that we properly encompassed the rage in that entire situation. It was hilarious. <laughs> and it was a lot of fun. So each one, each one of those little snippets that we read individually, he would type it and then send it. So he'd be like saying, "GG, send. Are you send? This was out like, of your, out of your Mister Mind, send. Can you send? Go see a doctor, send? Question mark, send." That was in in the face, in response to conceived insane. BM. It was literal machine gun BM. <laughs> That would have been good if that's how we had replayed the whole thing was actually just the same. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So I guess maybe I feel like we should have our take on this, but saying good game is not BM no matter what. (laughs) So, I mean, I had the thing in Magic when, like, 
when you win, you don't like snap your hand out, and be a like, good game, and you know stare down the person in front of you. You know, you kind of be like, hey, that was fun, and like let them open the door to be a good game. Yeah, good game. That was fun. But then I also played Little League when you are forced to walk in the line and go, good game, good game, good game, and slap like everybody's hand, and they're all like, you suck, you're a jerk. I hate you. Because <laughs> the coach can't hear any of the kids as they pass each other. Oh, and like, I forgot about that. Burr. That was awful. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like you take a thing that could just be like, GG, you know, like an acknowledgement of that is the most like non inflammatory thing <laughs> that could ever happen. <laughs> it's GG. Um... It's not like <laughs> you lost F you <laughs> immediately, you know? I'm the kind of person who, if there's no one else on the road and you walk by another human being, it's nice to just nod your head. Like, hey, you're another human being. You know, um, if <laughs> if you've just played a, a half hour match with someone in some way to say, hey, I respect you. Like, that, that was, thanks for the experience. Like, GG encompasses all of those things. It doesn't just mean that was a good game. Like, it, we all know that. And... Um, this is that thing of taking a, a like cultural, like like a cultural term and taking it out of context, so you can get mad about it. It's very specifically like choosing to take it a certain way to be mad. I, I'm sorry, I'm going way out. Yeah, literally, right? This. Yeah, but um, yeah, we don't need to go too deep in it. I but. mean, I would say the same thing as like you're driving down the road and you move into the other lane because there's a pedestrian and you just very clearly want to be very far away from them like i'm giving you your space like i'm not gonna yeah tag you with my window as i fly right by <laughs> well i don't want to you know? make you feel... it's like a mild uh insinuation of respect you know yeah. like it, it doesn't have to be this whole big thing and i with everything that we've been able to do in this game between like sorry and oops and hello oh. hello hello ygg would be automatically interpreted as like a backhanded thing it's just beyond me yeah. like there's so many ways to go out of your way to be jerky if that's what you want to do if saying gg is the thing that sets somebody off like maybe one or both of you need to like we said earlier take a break and go, go outside stretch go, your arms and watch the leaves fall and play with some kids and have some fun go jump time. into like, some leaves with some be, toddlers right <laughs> yeah like ha go go have fun in life and then come back to the game when you're all not like uh. thanks for bonking your mic <laughs> that was actually the microphone or the uh headset cord because it just fell oh. over. I like that. Dan, Dan I just, didn't have a gigantic crash into the table. I like somehow. This. Dan just can't let the mic bump go. No, <laughs> my favorite no, part of the I'm podcast is Macoon like his mic in like a uh, what? What is that thing? The sensory deprivation chamber with like a mic hanging above me and like not being able to <laughs> touch like anything. Tied to the chair. <laughs> I'm gonna start slamming on the table with my fists really loud in like the middle of the episode just to. I hope we make it another add 50. Some spice. I hope we make it another 50 episodes, and by the end of that 50th episode, like Magooch is just miserable. <laughs> I like how he says another 50 when we're not even halfway to the first oh, yeah, 50. Whatever. You know what I mean? 50, 50 more. It feels like 50 though, <laughs> especially is with that the good mic bump though. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, oh, I love you guys want to buy me a wireless thing. headset so I don't have anything to get caught up on? <laughs> oh, no. I love that fuse thing. Nope, nope. I'm just going to keep on playing it until we move on. <laughs> All right. Time for the rope. So this week, Ixar went to Twitter and said, Bad design is pretty rarely painfully obvious. Interestingly enough, some of the most engaging metas in game, not just Hearthstone, are where there is a clear choice for the best deck. I think when that best deck is the same one for too long is where you run into staleness. So my question for you two is, what does Ixar's, like, tirades on Twitter from, like, four days ago really accomplishing? I'll start. Do you want to go? Yeah, okay. I got it. Um, I don't think they're really tirades, but um, 
what is it accomplishing? Uh, I don't know. I can tell you what it, it accomplished when it comes to me. That is, it makes me feel sad that they're not going to do anything about Evolve. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, I totally agree, but I'm not going to laugh about it. <laughs> <laughs> got to laugh at the pain, Magooch. That's the funniest thing. <laughs> Um, oh we're wasting the rope again um okay (laughs) Um, uh no but i (laughs) no stop okay uh yeah i like i really hope and dan you said before the podcast that maybe it's just a big smoke screen and as soon as the worlds are over they're gonna announce a change but i really (laughs) hope it's a smoke screen because uh, we've been talking for the last couple weeks um it's not fun to play against evolve on turn three or four right now no i think bs does a really good job of showing you that theoretical like perfect deck and when you ingratiate your a meta that revolves around that deck when you have ways to attack it from multiple angles it develops on its own in a couple different ways it branches out based on the the style of decks that are attacking it from each specific angle but when you have a ridiculously oppressive deck that has one angle of attack and multiple angles can't res, uh, can't deal with like classes that are equipped to deal with this can't deal with it this early and classes that can deal with this early don't have a lot of options to deal with it you're spreading everything out in a way that makes it that the the obvious thing to do is play the best deck and then it becomes best deck mirrors and absolutely it's stale mm-hmm. um uh, yeah that's really well put magooch I, I, I like that opinion a lot but you went way over the best deck stale <laughs> I'm going to tattoo that on my my on my hand. Best deck stale. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So given that we're starting to use this digital space, we've been, we've clamored about it. Uh, how many countless other casts have talked about use the digital space, do things. We get buffs, we get nerfs, we get cards from wild. So in the time between that introduction and whatever is done about it, uh, is there a reversion or a removal of problem cards? How does that timeline feel? So I, I can start with this one. Um, I think for the cards that you're adding to the meta, so like, you know, you had a great meta, and then we added some cards to that awesome meta, which then made that awesome meta not awesome anymore. I think those cards, they're adding to it. Like, so like, you know, with the last time with um, Extra Arms and Moon's Pocket Galaxy, and now with Evolve and Nizoth, when you see it really affecting the meta in a negative way, I don't see why you just don't act very proactively like they did with extra arms. Like they just like hopped on that. Like right away, they're like, oh, we see something in the data that is not good here. We're going to fix this. And for whatever reason, they're not making those same decisions now with Shaman, which is is kind of weird, right? So I think if you are going to make these mid expansion changes, I love the idea. It's great. Do it. But be super proactive, you know, feel feel comfortable to say, oh, you know what? Evolve isn't fun. It's going back to wild. You can play with it there. And it's not even good there. <laughs> Although yeah. with hair, why couldn't it be? Why shouldn't it be? Or is it? I don't know. I agree. <laughs> Sorry for taking up the whole time. I had thoughts. That's how you do the rope, guys. <laughs> I feel personally. You can do like last week where I said where I said yes, and then Hat went no, and I was like, yeah, no. It's and hard then there not were to agree with Hat. Sixty seconds of the rope burning, and when everyone was like, yes, no, silence. That was a good rope last week. All right. Mine. More than ever, there seems to be a disconnect between Blizzard and the players of Hearthstone. I think that that's what I took a lot from the Ixtar stuff this week, but also other things. Um, if you worked for Blizzard, if you worked for them, and your task was developing something to excite the community, to improve morale in the community, and to improve that relationship, what would your first thought be? Would it be software? Would it be events? Would it be prizes? How would you get the community kind of more excited about the game if that was your job? I, do you mind if I jump on first? Yeah, I do. Uh, I would love for there to be some kind of personalization for heroes. It's super great that we get uh, golden classes. We get uh, thousand win portraits. 
if there was anything, something tiny that would either reflect a personal like opinion, whatever, or an achievement either somewhere else in Hearthstone that's like widely overlooked or not considered game important or from another Blizzard game that you could tack onto like maybe a pin on your portrait that says I've gotten, you know, if I could, if I could wear my like 20 or 2000 win rogue pin on other classes to show that I'm like a rogue main or something, or if I had a mount again, I'm reaching out into things I don't know about here, but like a mount in Warcraft or a character in hots that has certain number of, I don't know what kills assists games played something. If you could rep another game or another IP, I think that would be super cool. Uh, and going into customization that makes it feel really personal. Uh, yeah. So Fortnite is free and it also <laughs> prints money, right? So like it prints money because people like their online persona to be, to reflect something or to be goofy or to be personal, right? Let people give you money to personalize their heroes. Gamers like, let, love hats. TFT. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, not TFT. <laughs> Team Fortress 2. Like, the it's like, TFT. you know, why are there not 10 different warrior heroes and 10 different mage heroes? and ten, Like, people will throw money at you to have why different, can like... Why only buy warrior, mage, and hunter? Like, yeah, if I could have it's bought bizarre. a... If I would have been able to purchase a rogue hero from the get-go... Dang team. Yes. I would have bought whatever, it. Too. And whatever then, we could say on this G. And then my other thing is achievements, right? Achievements are a real thing. Like they drive interest in the game. Why are there not more achievements in Hearthstone? I like, just achievements I just got that Overwolf plugin too that lets you do that. And I haven't installed oh, it. Oh, is it fun? Run it. Oh, okay. It's my computer's old as dirt, so but. I'll check it out. Cool. Give me a quest. So if you want to give us a quest, you can tweet at the show at Squelchcast or send an email to the dragon box at squelchcast at gmail.com. All right. Um, I'm going to do the quest this week, and uh, I'm excited about this one. So uh, I'm just finishing up building my latest uh, EDH or commander deck for magic. Uh, I'm building Shatter Yang Brothers. It's going to be really fun. Uh, but I was thinking we should do a quest on those lines where you have to choose a commander for your deck. So my quest is Ooh. you have to pick a legendary in the game and your whole deck has to be thematic around that legendary and you have to decide how. So, for example, if I chose oh. Kazakus as my legendary, I, I could like have a deck full of uh, characters wearing robes or maybe characters who are brewing things or maybe <laughs> shifty looking that... characters right things like, that give you spells yeah there you go maybe? but maybe but i want flavor i want flavor things i want tribal. things that so, make one drops yeah sure five drops sure or like if reno was <laughs> are your... you trying to play the quest roll quest <laughs> If Reno was your uh, no, commander, I'm just really into this idea. I like it. If Reno was your your chosen legendary, your deck could be filled with frat guys. You know? yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I keep so close to cutting you off there, but I knew you were going that way. That's why I just have I just have two words, right? Mustache. No. <laughs> no. No. Oh, Yog, right? Like yeah. all day. Yog awesome. is gonna be the commander of my deck. Cool. Yog, if Yog's com your commander, every card has to say random. <laughs> and you don't think that's the goal? <laughs> no, no. But you have to come up with your own with your own theme of how it's held together, and the whole deck has to fit that one theme. That's my that's my quest. And what I would Rick's love theme. to see, I'm gonna call out Mad at Arms twice in one episode. I want to see Mad at Arms do it. I'd love to see other people do it if they want to. But um, yeah, yeah. You should call him out three times and tell them what commander we should use. <laughs> <laughs> Millhouse Man of Storm. <laughs> I was thinking Argent Squire. <laughs> I was trying to think of a card. That no, says you gotta Matt, you but... gotta go with a legendary to start. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So that's cool. Cool. Awesome quest. I love. I'm it. jazzed I about that. that. That'd be super yeah. fun. I'm super excited to do that. I'm gonna start right now. Actually. Cool. All right. That's it for this week. If you like what you were listening to, tell a friend, share the pod on a social or in a Discord. Uh, put it on a bulletin board at your laundromat. You'd be surprised at how two of the, much two of those three things will help us out. 
If you love us like we love you, give us that sweet five-star review on iTunes and anywhere else you can. You can follow us on Twitter at SchoolElchCast. You can follow me on Twitter at DanoPlay. The O is a zero because I'm cool. You can follow me at underscore Magooch. You can follow me at at Enthralamund1. <laughs> Did you say at at? Come on. It says I, that I appreciate the, the at at. You can follow well, at at in the show notes. So I just got to delete that first at. I, <laughs> I think you typed that in there. Oh, anyway. <laughs> Old man. I would uh, that, email the oh. dragon box at squelchcast at gmail.com. <laughs> you can give us a quest by sending us an electronic mail <laughs> or, by, <laughs> or by tweeting at the show. That's not how any of this works. Thank you very much. And remember, this is a game and we think this is really fun and we really hope you do too. <laughs> I'm in such a better mood than I was like an hour, two hours ago. Thank you. Nice. I'm glad. Thank you.